Welcome back to the Happy Positive Energy Game podcast with me, your host, Luke Anning. And I hope all you beautiful people are feeling bright and warm. And if not, that is exactly why I'm here today. Oh my goodness, have we got an absolute bloody stormer. Last episode, we had a three-part series about your seven negative thoughts, how you can overcome them, and how you can move forwards. So if you haven't listened to that three-part episode, it was so cool. I loved doing it, and it's inspired this episode style for today. So get yourself a little bit of a refresh for those seven seven negative thoughts, because it's going to tie in really well with the mental model that I teach you today, which is the secret formula to achieving any goal. So I think perhaps this is the most important five-step model you're going to learn when we talk about your emotions and how they're situated towards your goal. So you know when you start a new goal and we're in the energy of January, so I appreciate a lot of you might relate to this quite a lot and you're super energetic, you're super hyped and you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and you start thinking, I'm going to be able to do this, I'm going to achieve this and there's just so much excitement and that's what you feel during this stage. You're excited about that business idea you just thought of, you're excited about learning about I don't know, stock trading, you're excited to start the habit of reading, maybe you've bought several books. You imagine the future with optimism, that successful business, all the money money you're going to learn from stock trading, all the great stories you'll read, all the things you'll learn from the books, all the new weight you'll lose from your new gym routine, your new exercise. Neurologically, when you start a new goal, you are incorporating your frontal lobe. Neuroplasticity says that when we set a new goal, we actually start to change the neurons in our brain. We start seeing success. And this is actually where our serotonin and dopamine is at its highest as well. Since part of your brain, since the part of your brain where your dopamine, the neurotransmitter, is produced, it's produced in the substantia nigra, the ventral tegmental area, and the hypothalamus of the brain. It's It's like saying, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change my life. And most people are in that energy January 1st or January 2nd or January 3rd when they start a new personal development program. But this is what Clark and and Kelly's two psychology based, I mean, they're just incredible, to be honest. Like this model was just, they came up with this model. And this first stage is labeled as the uninformed optimism stage. But here's the thing. Optimism doesn't usually last long. I like to look at it as a bit of a slap in the face, as it's not easy at all. In fact, it would be great to say that all all goals would be vastly achievable if we stayed in uninformed optimism. But as you learn the reality of what it takes to change, to transform, to learn something new, to embody a new habit, to move towards a certain objective the positive emotions quickly turn sour with pessimism starting to set in. And this stage is set to a negative emotional state. Here, the benefits don't seem as real. It's important or it's really important that the costs of these change, the cost of you changing, the cost of this habit forming, the cost of all the transformation you're about to go through doesn't seem as apparent. People in this second stage question if the change is really worth the effort. 
you start looking for reasons to abandon your new habit. You start start to look for ways out, but it can get worse. And it's it's not always like that, but in fact, most times that goal you wanted, it's a little bit harder than just thinking about it. And this is where we move into step two. So before we talk about stage three, I want to frame this for you guys. You ever have that friend that was just excessively pessimistic? I used to have this friend at university, super great dude, super funny guy to be around. But if you ever spoke to him one-on-one, it was always about moaning about this or moaning about that or moaning about something that was going wrong in his life or that something was really hard or that the university professors were doing something wrong. Every time I spoke to him, it was moaning about this or this or that. And it took a long time for me to stick around but eventually we parted ways we didn't do things together but think of this as the second step the second start start of the model you're getting friction in the relationship between your goal and you this is causing a lot of doubt and this siphons very quickly into the third stage which is the valley of despair where most people give up the valley of despair is unforgiving and the temptation is to quit And the temptation is so strong because once you do, the discomfort quickly disappears and a huge sense of relief will wash over you as you go back into your comfort zone. And honestly, there's nothing to be ashamed of it if you let the valley of despair defeat you because life is all about trying again. And yes, you can always try again with another opportunity, another idea, another habit, but that's going to land you where? The uninformed optimism. So we've had stage one, which is your uninformed optimism, your super high emotions, super feeling good. You've got your informed pessimism where you start to feel a little bit of self-doubt, you start to struggle, and you've got that valley of despair, which is real temptation to quit. And this is where everyone tends to end up in a loom, a psychology perspective, a negative feedback loop, which is a mental loop, which is a repeated replay of something that's bothering you. And the dangers of a negative loop are that they can be distracting. Oftentimes you come up with unwanted negative emotions that can result in consequences such as lost time, energy, hope. But imagine it like this. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this new thing. And it gets hard and you give up and you start again. And you're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to do this thing again. And it gets hard and you give up and you start again. And then you start again. And then you start again. And over time, you're losing trust for yourself and you move into a space where the majority of people give up hope. However, this is the best part to this entire model. When you push through, you step into informed optimism, which is the possibility of success. And your mood starts to elevate a little bit and you're back in moving into a positive based emotional zone. And the benefits of your actions here in this fourth stage are you start to bear the fruit and you start to see the cost of change is feeling worth it. But the key here is to not stop, is not to stop, but to keep going. You're really in a unique position here where I talked about this in my podcast with Anthony Mendez a couple of weeks back, where in his background of his um, video that we were doing live, he had a background and it said, it said fail, 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 right across the top, and then fail, 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 right across the, the bottom. But right in the middle, it says it only takes one yes to get to a success. And I have this with coaches because that's who I primarily help. They start doing a strategy that works. And by the way, there are a shit ton of strategies out there, but there's a limitation of strategies that work. 
all of them have one thing in common. There's going to be a time when it doesn't feel like it's going to work. It's the actions results effect threshold. It's like, we'd love to be at this point of just a little bit of input. Like, wouldn't you just love to put a little bit of input into something and then the next day you're a millionaire or the next day you've got the body of your dreams or the next day you've got exactly what you wanted. But actually it's more like input, 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 output, result, and you see the effect. Like when you're going to the gym, let's say you want to lose 20 pounds or you want to gain five pounds of muscle or you want to get the bikini body that you've always dreamed of. You're looking at input, 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 input. It's not instant input and instant output. Yes, if you reframe yourself and you train to feel good and you psychologically are aligned to that, then sure, you'll get input output. But most people aren't in tune to that at the start. And I'd say that's something that happens as you start moving along towards your fitness goal. I like to quote Les Brown here. Les Brown, the motivational speaker. I mean, if you don't know who he is, I don't know where you've been living under a rock, but Here's a quote, it literally was, if it was easy, in fact, everybody would do it. Everybody would achieve what they wanted to achieve. Now, I appreciate this little segment was a little off topic, but moving into the fifth stage, the fifth stage of this mental model, the secret formula to you getting success is success and fulfillment. It's the final stage of the emotional cycle of change. Here, the benefits of your new behaviors are fully experienced and the cost of change is perceived now as worth it. The actions that were once difficult and uncomfortable are now routine. And now you have the dopamine firing because you actually set out and achieved what you wanted. And you can start a new habit or you can start a new goal. And that gap may be a little bit larger because where your goal starts and your goal finishes is totally different. But this last stage is success and fulfillment. So running you guys through the stages again. One, the emotional cycle of goals created by Clark and Kelly. One starts with uninformed optimism, that excitement, that, that real like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. That two, informed pessimism. Three, the valley of despair where most people give up and step back into uninformed optimism. Four, informed optimism. Some people also like to say that hopeful realism comes in here. That one yes, that one thing that started working, you start moving, moving, moving along that road. And the fifth is success and fulfillment. So that is the emotional cycle of change. And I think it's a really important model for you to know that wherever you feel you are in this stage, that there is another one coming. You just have to keep moving forwards. Now, quick shout out, if you're a coach or wanting to be a coach listening to this, I have a 9K giveaway for mindset and business growth with a launch of my new program, Grow Your Badass Business. So if you become a founding member of this program, you'll get a golden ticket opportunity for my one-to-one container for four months. All you've got to do is drop me an Instagram DM at I am Luke Anning at saying 9K to enter and apply for the giveaway. So with that said, If you took anything from this podcast, if there's anything that landed, who do you know? Who do you know that would enjoy this? Think about your Instagram followers. Drop it up on your social pages because it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about getting these messages to people that genuinely need it so they can raise their vibrations and for us to create this happier, positive energy game of life. And you know what's awesome about this? 
you guys have been growing this podcast and we're, we just hit 10,000 plays. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, you guys have been absolutely incredible and I really, really appreciate you. The next episode, I'm going to be talking about the steps you can actually take in each stage in order to shift your mindset at each and every stage. So make sure you tune into the next one because it's going to be an absolute stormer. So for everybody listening, I'll see you there. Keep moving forwards. Don't ever stop. I appreciate you and I hope you have an awesome day.